Today's episode of Better Call Saul is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Head on over to Cufflinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order, no minimum. Cufflinks.com has the greatest products for looking good. They have all the geeky stuff. Man, if you want like a Star Wars tie pin, you want some Cufflinks that have the Captain America shield, Game of Thrones, all the sports teams, college sports teams, they have everything to add that little touch to make you look great. So look awesome when you step out the door tomorrow. Go to cufflinks.com, use code DVR20 today. Let's do this. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Daily DVR Does Better Call Saul. It's season six, episode 11, Breaking Bad. My name is Axel. With me, of course, is Heath. How are you doing, Heath? Oh, I feel like I ate 42 Cinnabons in one setting, but I'm doing all right. Those sit heavy in the tum-tum. They really do, Axel. They do, man. Um, You can find out more about us at DVRpodcast.com. I want to give a couple shout-outs before we get into the show. First off, I want to say hello to Ian, our new Patreon member. And if you have enjoyed us on this and many other podcasts, go over to patreon.com slash DVR, become a patron, help support the pod. We love you and we love all you patrons. I also want to give a shout out to our man, Mike, over at One Mike on YouTube, because he's been covering this. He's been covering Westworld. It's always good to give your friends a shout out. I want to give Dave a shout out for giving us the awesome music we use every week. Um, He is fantastic. Thank you, brother. Also a big fan of Westworld. And uh, I just want to thank everyone on the Facebook page because we're always chatting and it's just great. We've been last couple months. I feel With these two shows and everything, we've just had a lot. It's just always positive. Like people have different opinions, but everyone's always positive. And I'm not always positive. Sometimes I'm kind of like a a little bit uh, harsh or to the point. And uh, people settle me down and have me looking at different sides of things. So thanks everyone over at the Facebook page. That's Daily DVR. You can check that out on the Facebook so thank you. And thanks everyone for downloading and listening to, I don't know. I just felt in a grateful mood solo. Is that okay? You know, that's great. I wanted to give one shout okay. out. Yeah. To the Dallas Fort Worth airport for having the crappiest bathrooms ever. <laughs> Dirtiest, smelliest, uh, toilet paper things. You, they, you put them in all cracked and not give, not caring about COVID safe or anything like that. So a little shout out to a, a city I love, but airport I don't love so much. All right. No Cinnabon from the Dallas airport bathroom. No, but our boy Ando, the Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Pete, whatever uh, airport, that was fantastic. Clean, had a Cinnabon. I even did a little quick video before I got arrested. And uh, so I will, I will always fly through Minneapolis if I can. That's nice. That's awesome. I've never been to 
Minnesota. I want to go. I do have a dream. I always say to my wife, I say, honey, one day I'm going to get a farm on one side of Ando. Solo's going to get a farm on the other side. We're just going to all live. We'll still be like and, four miles away from each other because the. And we'll, yeah. <laughs> and we'll, ro- we'll rob malls in Nebraska together. Yeah. You know, that'll be a fun th- time, man. That'll be the time of our lives, baby. But the thing is, is that you and I probably Stay don't want to do any boy. farm work, though. <laughs> no, no, we don't want to do any no. farm work. Shoveling, our backs will probably get thrown yeah, out. Yeah. I'm too old. I don't for know that if people shit. shovel anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm going to stay where I am. But it'd be nice to hang out. Go see Ando. Nice. It would be very nice. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, well, this week, first off, what a cool episode. Very different. I mean, the Breaking Bad stuff definitely played into what we've seen on Better Call Saul and what we're seeing now with Gene. Um, I was a little less of a fan of the Breaking Bad parts than I was of the Gene parts. How did you feel? Um, well, going into this, I was worried we were going to have a one Breaking Bad episode where it's a fill-in-the-blanks episode. And... I was a little worried that could be a little like, okay, we have too much time on our hands, even though I probably would enjoy it because <laughs> so I'm actually glad they did it in this way with the gene stuff and with kind of the themes and everything that was happening, kind of going back. It was nice. Was it necessary? That's what I got some questions for you. Cause I'll be honest. I, I don't know. I can't, you just rewatch Breaking Bad. I don't know what was new and what wasn't. I mean, I I don't know if they combined footage. So that's one thing um, I would like to pick your brain about. It was pretty much all new. Oh, it was all new. new. Yeah, it was pretty, I mean, as far as I, as far as I, I watched it twice and I wasn't, I can't say I was looking for that, but from what I can remember in my head, it was all new stuff. So that stuff with the flask and everything, I could have sworn I've seen that scene. That's not new. No, they they just. I mean, that is new. They redid it. Yeah, they uh, different parts of just the in and out of it. I think so. I think that there was some. St- they may have stolen a shot at the beginning and end of some certain parts. I'm not sure, but I I'm huh? pretty sure that all of it was new. So all dialogue was new. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to rewatch that again then with that in mind. Cause I had, a, I thought maybe it cut when they were, you know, when Jesse was kind of sitting down and they were in the, the, I thought maybe they cut new footage in there. Cause I could have sworn I'd like heard that scene before, but it's probably, I'm probably just losing it. Which scene are you uh, talking about? In, in, in the, uh, in the uh, RV. No, that was totally new. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. And I think, you know, what they're, what in a way they're doing, I feel is, it's kind of funny. We, instead of getting any type of Saul or Gene, like this stuff, making us like him more. Mm-hmm. It just makes it worse. <laughs> it shows I know, basically I know. what happens in Breaking Bad is they go, they, uh, Saul, they get involved with Saul. Saul introduces them to the chicken man, okay, Gus. Right? Mm-hmm. But along the line, there is 
there's like a half an episode, an episode or so where that kind of gets pushed to the background. And what we later find out, of course, is that Gus had Mike check on him is what we see. Right. Right. And he didn't like that. Jesse was a meth addict. Correct. So he didn't want to work with them. So when he first, when he first, when Gus, when, um, when Jesse and Walt first go to the chicken store, uh, to get some chicken, they just sit there and wait (laughs) and Gus comes up and talks to them. But then he walks away because he sees Jesse and he's like, no, this is, you know, even after finding out that he was already in that, he's like, no, no, I'm not going to do I'm not going to work with this guy. And then Walt is more persistent. But what we see from this, right. Is that it was really Jimmy who was pushing Saul, who was pushing Gus to even meet him. Even after Mike is like, no go, you know, this guy's yeah, going to, I love that anybody. scene. Actually yeah. that I really liked. Uh, I did like seeing Jonathan Banks again, but just his his PI work stuff. And I, I mean, it just uh, I, I did like that. I I mean, I really liked the episode um, again. Like I was saying before, I was afraid they were just going to like do missing lost missing pieces or something. Yeah. Stole the water. Yeah. And they didn't do that. And let me tell you, the, the stuff it was a Francesca, right? Yes. I've been on vacation. Yep. The stuff with her calling Jimmy or Saul and just the back and forth, the black and white, the shot selection, it really felt to me like 90s independent film, like like a little clerks, (laughs) little from dusk till dawn, little like the movie, like I really want to one of these days really want to make. It's like this whole thing. It just, I, I fell in love with it. I love stuff like this. This is ever since Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith and all Robert Rodriguez, all that, that, that movement in the nineties, which of course we grew up in. Um, it just, it, it, it felt like that again, one of those, I one agree. of those types of, and, and it really drew me in and I fucking loved it. I feel like that was a little, it was very Tarantino esque with the potheads that she's, you know, and it shows how Francesca, oh, yeah. like she learned from him. She's running her own business. You know what I mean? Like she's doing well. She's still, she's living, right? I mean, obviously she's paranoid as fuck, but <laughs> she's still kind of, she's kind of doing a, a con in her own way. You know, um, I thought that that stuff was great. And you're right. The phone conversation, just the, the terseness of it, how she didn't want the phone to ring. Um, yeah, she was ready to leave at 301, yeah, yeah. Axel. And uh and here I'm thinking like is that 301 East Coast time or West Coast? What? <laughs> Shouldn't she give him another minute? Um but uh she's fantastic. That was actually maybe some of the best acting that she's done throughout the series. Well, and it's it's a longer they've gave her something to do. You know, aside being, you know, yeah. It just, it was really in her different reactions. I mean, it just, this would be a showcase for her for other roles or whatever. It's like, I mean, she's always been great in the small part she's had and she's nailed it, but it was just, I mean, this is like the beginning of a, a, of a feature, if you will. And we're looking at one of the main characters and I just, I like, was like, oh, this is awesome. And, uh, and of course, 
the Kim stuff. Do we get into the Kim stuff now? Let's get do into we just it. Do it? What, what was he angry about? Did he talk to Kim? Did she die? Everybody, everybody always thinks Kim's dead. I yeah, just no. feel like she was like, fuck you, you asshole. You, you fucked shit up even worse after I left. Mm. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. But what do you feel? Yeah, you know, there's definitely has to be something through the Breaking Bad years that happened. I don't. I, I feel like, you know, there's something we haven't seen yet or hasn't been talked about because she probably isn't. She did ask about him. Yeah. Because she still cares. And he knew immediately where she was, too. Yeah. Yeah. Was it fish and tackle in Florida? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, OK, what is Kim doing? She got her own business and she's she's doing uh is she in Zay Wataneo? No. <laughs> She's Josh probably Hank. just doing something where she, like him, she can be around people. Yeah. You know, that's how, that's what I imagine. But what do you, what's your take? What do you think happened on the phone call? I, I gotta believe something. Okay. So they break, all we see, you know, they break up, you know, she's like, I, you know, I gotta go. We don't. And then we see Saul getting transformed. I mean, Jimmy getting transformed to Saul, all the stuff he's working with the cartel. The only thing I could be is if she knows he'd been working with the cartel still and made his ton of money. There's got to be something in there. Why she would be so mad? Because it's not like I, we haven't talked in five years or whatever. And it's like, hey, I miss you. Can we, you know, or there's, there's something missing. I don't know what it is. I, it's the only thing I could think of is. Look at what happened cartel wise, how it screwed up our lives and you're still working for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she would know that or, or not. That's the only thing I can think of right now, unless there's a specific thing I'm going to find out in the finale that he did. Um, and I have an idea of why Jimmy, a.k.a. Saw, a.k.a. Gene is breaking bad now. I feel from what we're seeing, of course, Jimmy, Gene, we'll call him Jimmy, Gene right now. Gene misses, he's bored as hell. I mean, that that's a given. We saw that in the first shot. <laughs> Better call Saul, he's, just, he's bored. But is he, is the only way Kim would go to him is if he got in a real bad trouble and maybe Francesca or someone would call or is the, I, I don't know. I just feel like once oh, again, that's he's breaking, Solo. he's breaking, he's breaking bad because you know, he became Saul when Kim left him, and now he doesn't have Kim, and he distracted himself. Now that he doesn't have Kim and he's alone, he's breaking bad because he's just inside. I just really believe he just wants to be with Kim and do little cons with her, not major ones. It's just almost like he feels like it feels like Gene wants to get caught. And at the end, of course, when he goes, decides to not abort and go into that home, he's I feel he's going to get caught. Is that the only way Kim comes out of hiding to go see him? I don't know. It's absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, well, let, we'll talk. We'll let, maybe let, let I want to. Um, yeah, let's. I like your let theory. Let that simmer a little bit. I like your theory. I want to agree. We had a great email that kind of addresses a lot of this from our man Reginald out there. All right, cool. Um, but I like that very much, Solo. And that plays along with both of their psychology, right? Um, 100%. Hurting themselves in order to get attention or doing something wrong in order to get the attention of the other one, or even in a way 
maybe he feels like he has to be more of more of a man or more of himself to, in order to face her or, you know what I mean? Or he's kind of working himself up to it. Um, definitely. It seemed like that phone call propelled him. Right. And, mm-hmm. he, and solidified his desire to either mask his pain with this, just have some fun Or like we're saying, do it in a way to get attention from her, somehow connect her to it. Yeah, because Saul, a.k.a. Gene, at this moment, he doesn't feel like he's having fun doing these jobs. It's a different purpose for him. Yeah. He's not getting anything out of it. He's not. I don't see any grins. I just see him as a very upset man. I agree. But you know what, though? I think it reminds him of Kim because this is a lot like what they were doing. Uh, yes. Right? They 100%. were doing this. So, Remember, yeah. this was their first kind of their little um, scams that they would pull guys at a bar, right? Yep. Moscow Mules. Yeah. Remember? So, a little yeah. tribute to the Moscow Mule. There you go, baby. You know how to make that solo. Oh, yeah. I make some. Real, I used to make some really good ones, solo. I don't know if I ever had a Moscow Mule. I'll make you one when I come see you in Oregon. All right. Sounds good. Um, This fall, coming to a theater near you. But you're right. There's a big connection between the emotions of what's going on there. It's just sad to see, man. Let me read Reginald's email. Okay. Okay. It's titled, Why I May Be the Worst Man in America. For purely selfish reasons, I was relieved to see Gene so determined to steal the identity of his Mark who has cancer. It's the same reason I needed to see the scene in Fun and Games where Kim mercilessly crushes Howard's widow. I want my bad guys to be bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want them to have nuance. Lalo and Gus have so many layers to them. It's just that I want the characters I've turned against to be worthy of my scorn. I don't want to be conflicted in my emotions. For instance, because of the way she acted the last two seasons, I know how I feel about Kim. Hopefully she'll become a better person and find some solace in Florida, but I've emotionally moved on from her. The sympathy and affection I had for her are gone. Until seeing Breaking Bad, I still had conflicting emotions towards Jimmy. At the start of the series, I felt sympathy because he truly loved his brother and took care of him. And Chuck constantly looked down on him and tried to sabotage him. Later, I thought Jimmy had some redemptive qualities when he undid the rift he had caused between Irene and her friends in the episode Lantern. But now Gene is so off the rails, it wouldn't surprise me if he hits the guy over the head and kills him. After Breaking Bad, I'm not rooting for Jimmy Saul Gene in any way. It's Walter White all over again. Wow. How do you feel about that, buddy? Well, Reginald's coming. He's coming with the heavy hitter this week. Oh, wow. You know what? I'm just taking a minute to soak it in. I got my little tube. I'm soaking in his email. I'm going to put it in a little, you know, colostomy bag or whatever that Gene uses. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I kind of agree with him. Yeah, I do too, actually. Yep. I'm in in his camp, 100%. And I kind of felt that way last episode. 
You know that? I was yeah. there last episode when I said that this is a proper ending. And I love this yeah. episode. It was fun. It was cool. Like, yeah, the Breaking Bad stuff, they fit in the Lalo stuff, too, to kind of give a nod to the audience. Yeah, we know we mentioned him before, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. really about showing you how Jimmy was straight through and through responsible, more responsible than we even maybe thought for the shit that happened in Breaking Bad into his own life and to the people that were hurt. So right. I feel the same way. And Gene getting more into it after he finds out the guy has cancer because it reminds him of Walter and just because he's a prick. It's too late. The redemption, I feel that that's not going to happen. We got two episodes left. Maybe it's just enough time for him to get him and Kim killed or they go off a cliff or I don't want him to die. I'm still really interested and, uh, excuse me, compelled by him. Right. I love watching Bob Odenkirk act. I love it's just like I love Gus and I love to see them. But I'm pretty solidified, and I agree with Reginald. That part of it is off the table for me. Yeah, I think my what I think is going to happen. This is my just my opinion, thoughts, whatever. I think Gene's going to end up going to prison. Kim will come visit him. Whether she'll represent him or not, probably not. But there might be one last like, how did we get here? Kind of fit deal. You know, what have you been doing the lot, you know, and just kind of like a, almost like a sad goodbye. Um, so it's, what I'm, I'm, it's the vibe I'm getting. I don't think there's going to be any happy. And like you said, even the shirt and the tie, that would have been a perfect ending. This we're getting bonus material now. And, you know, I don't know. I hope it's not. This is all on his mind, which I don't think it is. Uh, but. I just don't see he's going off the deep end right now. And he, he, it was almost like the cab driver calling him out. He just needed something like that. And, and I don't think Gene would have ever been able to just uh, saw been able to stay Gene. There's no way in Nebraska. It's, there's no way he likes the action. He needs the action. Yep. Even if it's going to cost him the rest of his life in prison. Uh, or getting shot, but I don't think J- I don't think Jimmy saw Gene. I don't think they ended with him getting shot like a Walter White or anything like that. I would say prison or or bust. Uh, I, I mean, maybe he moves in with Carol Burnett. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the long con. Yeah, he just moves in. It's funny too because everything's coming full circle. I forgot to mention last episode. That doofus is a lot like his buddy from the first season. Remember that he was pulling cons with? Where was it? Florida or something? Um, kind of before he he when he had he had kind of dipped out a bit there from HHM Mm -hmm. and where he's kind of making his return there, getting back into the trying to get back to the good grace of his brother because of the stuff he was it in Florida or was it right there? In Albuquerque. I can't so remember. Chicago? I, or maybe you know, it was, some, I I think it was, it was another city. Maybe it was Chicago. I think it was Chicago. I know. Okay. He, remember, it was in his buddy's basement or something. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? It's a lot yeah, like Yeah, I think that, that's Chicago. You know? Yeah. I think they went so. to Chicago because I think that's where Odenkirk. To Chicago. Um, what I'm talking about? The, the, uh, <laughs> Led Zeppelin. The, the, 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I get, I get it. I was just <laughs> in the middle of, I don't know what I was in the middle of. Um, the, the actor who, who's at the bar with him, do, you know, doing the match game, the $100 yes. bill game. Where have I seen him? In a million things, dude. He's okay, it's a million sitcoms, things. sitcoms, kids shows. He's okay. got I wasn't sure face. if we'd seen him in this universe yeah. or not. Uh, I don't think so, but he's... Yeah, I, he, I've seen him in a ton of stuff, that's why. That whole thing was really fantastic. Um, oh, wait, here we go. Gene started a scam. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm looking because I just looked up if these guys were on the show before. The two guys, the cancer guy and the first guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they have not been on the show before. But they're just play. Um, uh, Devin. Is that guy? He played the guy Buzz at the bar. Alone. Oh, I was going to say. Okay, he's probably too old. The first guy, I thought he was in that. Oh uh, gosh, he was in that movie about fanboys or something when they're going he to may try have to get been, the, But he was Kevin's big brother in Home Alone. Remember, he that's who that is. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, that's what it was. I just watched Home yeah. Alone. Oh my God, he's going, wow, that's great. And the other guys for Big <laughs> yeah, Bang of Theory, which I've never watched Big Bang. I've never watched yes. more than five minutes yeah, of that show. <laughs> I like that show, actually. I, I was anti it at the beginning because uh, Glenn was into it. I'm like, oh God. And oh, then, no, not Glenn. I met, yeah. And then I met, when I met Lady Solo, she liked it and I started watching it and they were, you know, Will Wheaton was, I don't know, I just kind of got into it. And I guess because we just started dating, we kind of just started watching them together. So I kind of really got into it. And I actually do like that show a lot. You know what, Solo? Um, I'm not going to make fun of any sitcoms. I've gotten past the point in my life where I understand people like things they like. And if people like, uh, I I can't do laugh track anymore. Right, right. It just, I, it just takes me out. But those, that, that's who those guys are. I got a couple. Oh, now this article is fun. It had a couple things that I had thought of too, which is, want me to go through them real quick? Yeah, please. Okay, some fun things. So we see that Bill Oakley, who was always um, a, the prosecutor that he was offending with, and in a, they have dealt with him on and off throughout the uh, seasons. And I think he might have been in Breaking Bad. Um, he he became the new, like, he kind of took Saul's spot for local criminals. And he's a defense attorney now. We see him on the bench. So mm-hmm. that's that big, tall, balding guy. You'd recognize him. Um, we find out that Skyler got her deal from the end of Breaking Bad. I think that, you know, we we didn't know, but I think that people thought that. Because he advised her to call the DEA and strike a deal with the feds. I'm not to that point yet with um, uh, Breaking Bad. I still have six episodes left. Um, But it's getting good, man. So Skyler got a deal. Um, Now, we kind of, what happens is, uh, Francesca says that they found Jesse's car down by the border. Mm-hmm. Right, which we know from El Camino was set up by Badger and Skinny Pete, so Jesse could go to Alaska. Um, but I, I kind of felt I got to watch El Camino again. But I kind of felt I thought we already knew that. 
Like, I thought it was pretty clear that Jesse gets away in El Camino. I, you know, it's funny. I totally forget, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'll re- so I'll that's re- just a, re- you know, maybe, you know, I mean, all the diehards have seen El Camino, I'm sure. I only but maybe watched the it once. slight chance of the people didn't. Yeah, I watched it once. I remember him screaming. I remember Badger. <laughs> I remember the apartment. And that's all I remember. Well, I'll watch it again before the finale of this because I only got six episodes left of Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, Huel got out of the safe house. Um, Good job, Huel. That I don't think we knew about. Of course, Kim is alive, but we don't know what happened, and we talked about that. Um, Let's see. Is there anything else that's fun? Oh, this was something that I noticed, too. I wanted to mention to you, Solo. You mentioned that could Carol Burnett be like his future? I thought when I was watching it that the particular amount of time that they showed with her And how kind of annoyed she was when he walked off to talk with her son instead of watching more cat videos with her and stuff. (laughs) Right. Made me think, hmm, is she, is maybe, maybe that they can't, maybe she's going to take him down in some way or she's, you know what I mean? She's picking up on what's happening. They are. Yes. I, I was thinking, I was thinking two things. One was because they show that shot and that he she sees gene being kind of like a prick yeah being, you know get in there and then yep. she's like wait a minute there's another side to this guy mm-hmm. so now that she's on the interwebs yes could she find saul goodman or whatever you know could that be you know and then i was because before that i was thinking what if I don't know. What if she she has secret money put away that he's really after her money, but I was like, then he would have kind of had to orchestrate the meat of the cab driver, whether he noticed him for, you know, mm-hmm. which probably not. So, but I do like that Gene that could get caught because of Carol Burnett. Yeah. Um, it just, they, they are kind of little hints there, especially her with the interwebs. And don't forget that the reason why jeff her son recognizes him is because he was caught up in a bad crowd in albuquerque remember that she says that to him so there they kind of laid the groundwork here for tension between her and gene right things it's it's like you're it's like uh when you go to college uh, you're a freshman and everyone seems amazing the first couple months then when you come back after like the fall break or whatever, you're like, can half these people get, who are these weirdos that I made friends with? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you love everybody. It's like on a reality show when they come into the yeah. house and they're like, you're going to be my friend. I could just tell that I'm going to be- know you the rest of my life. And then like I, two uh, episodes later, they're like that motherfucker. Oh yeah. The first, first guy I ever met at Syracuse thought we were going to be best friends. And then within like three weeks, I was freaking pile driving him in a in a in a room because he was making fun of the cowboys um because he was a bills fan okay. and uh and and emmett smith hadn't signed and so i got i flipped out on him and, and slammed him to the ground oh my god um, and then, yeah well 
you know, and then when the Cowboys beat his bills in the Super Bowl that year, I did a nice dance down the hallway in, uh, in protest of him anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> One thing <laughs> that was kind of an interesting story. I was getting the visual in my head. There's, um, yeah, there's more to it than that, but that's just a basic, you know, he uh, was, it was cool. He was playing higher ground <laughs> by the chili peppers. First song I heard at Syracuse. Oh, Someone man. playing out of the room. Higher ground. I was like, I hear that in my head right now. I actually heard yeah. a new Chili Peppers song, and I was like, this isn't half bad. But Anthony no, Kiedis always good. sounds like he's about four like vocal lessons away from actually being able to sing. Not such a good voice on him. That's okay. They have a lot of spirit and funk, and they're they're great live. Gotta love the Chili Peppers. Yeah, I've seen them live a bunch of times, always by accident. I never went to go see them. But I've seen them live like seven times because I went to some festival or some other. They were playing with someone else, or um, but I always enjoyed them. But okay, here's beep, something. Bop, beep, beep, bop. Here's something for you, uh, Scatman Carruthers. Um, <laughs> Scatman Carruthers. Did Jesse not kind of sound like he was trying too hard to sound like he was younger? Like the voice, Walt was perfect. He that he it was almost like he stepped out of the show, and I was watching Breaking Bad last night. But Jesse, but I feel like Aaron Paul has grown more. He was younger when they started, so he actually changed more. And I feel like he was really trying to, you know, there was maybe a little too many bros, or you know what I mean? Like he was laying it on a little thick. Yeah, he he maybe unfortunately no. <coughs> As I die from this cough, um, I don't I don't cough all day until I'm on the pod. Um, I, I did feel that. Well, Brian Cranston walked off. Yeah, walked off the set of Breaking Bad. Odin Kirk. I mean, he's been doing it, but Pinkman. It was, but Aaron Paul was a little tougher. I felt for him. He was just trying to get into the Jesse Pinkman because you know you watch him on Westworld. He tries so hard not to be that young kid. The whole Jesse Peak. Pinkman thing where he's is in other shows and I think he does a really good job in Westworld changing his persona more mature not doing the Pinkman stuff you know like his thing and 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 I think he was trying it he was like caught in between it it just didn't it it didn't feel as Pinkman to me but I mean give the guy a break right <laughs> you know, it's yeah, trying to. I know. I'm know, being it, picky. It's just, I. No, no, and I'm not attacking you or anything. But I was thinking the same thing, and I'm like, oh. you know what? I'm just happy to see him and Walt and Saul together. Yeah. You're not like going to pile last drive time. me, are you, Solo? Well, <laughs> I mean, if you, you uh, if you talk if you talk crap about Troy Aikman, oh, all right. You know. At least give me a few drinks at the bar first. <laughs> um, I did love that stuff though. Just to go back to it, man, he. It was just such such great stuff to watch him at work again, you know what I mean? And to kind of think about that this was so far in the future after, you know, like after the sh- after all we've seen on Saul and then Breaking Bad. Um, and the fact that these two actors, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, came back, I mean, that just shows you the family. Yeah. Like that Vince has created. Uh, oh, without it. And, no, dude. Yep. you know, it just, it just, because a lot of times, like even like George Clooney came back for two scenes in ER, 
even at the end. Like it was like, you know what? A lot of these actors, they, they don't forget what, what shows made them big and, and boosted their careers. And the fact that they come back and do it like, you know what? I, I really, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, so I would always come back and do the pod with you, Axel. If, you know, I went on to, you know, post show recaps or oh. Jay and Jack TV or Will something you and left you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was more of a it was more of a shoulder takedown than oh, a pile okay. driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a pile driver. It was more of a half flex, maybe. It it reminded me, dude. I remember um the only physical altercation I got into in college is the guy who was next door to me, who I liked the first week, I thought, oh, he's a fun dude. He was this big weightlifter guy, Will, right? Like, so actually, that was one of the reasons why I'm Axel, because he was Will, and they were like, William and Bill. I was like, just call me Axel, too, you know, like, because my other friend had from high school told everybody to call me Axel. But anyway, we're sitting there watching... um what was it like Jerry Springer, or Oprah Winfrey or something? And it was like they had this ridiculous people on. And he was like, this is so fake. This is all fake. And I was like, dude, you'd be surprised. This is not fake. Do you know how? And I was only, I was only like 18 or 19. And I was saying shit I say on the podcast now. It's like, do you know how much harder it would be to get actors to act this out than it is to just get oh morons from the street? Like, do you yeah. really think? If this was actors, it wouldn't be as they wouldn't be selling it as well. These people are crazy. And he got. Yeah. And, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was oh. just say they might have like pushed them to do yes. the, the quick little fights. That was definitely part of the thing. But these people are real and they just let them go. I mean, yes. I've met. The thing is, I've met when I used to bartend in a hotel. People from like divorce court, different shows used to stay there. And they're the. These are the real people. Trust me. I've met them personally. <laughs> That's what I was trying to explain to him. And I was like, yeah. And of course, is America. Everyone wants to be on TV. I guess what I said about America or something upset the guy so much that he literally picked me up. And I was at that time, I was like 310. And he literally picked me up off the ground. He was like, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. And I, <laughs> and I was like, OK, buddy. Um, and right. that was Better the last time Saul. I hung out with that dude. I was like, okay, someone took a little too many steroids today. Uh, something's up with this dude, but that was, yeah, my old will. So we're having a lot of flashbacks. See, it's breaking bad flash. But you know what? So we each are, a flashback. You know, I've been, <clears throat> you know, it's weird not to derail, but Hey, we're Axel and Heath. We're live on the DVR podcast exactly. network. Um, I've been, I've been just, things have been popping in my head. Like old times, like when I went, I just got back because I had to, uh, I went to visit my family and then some of my family from Rhode Island came to Pennsylvania where my folks live and my sister. And so it was just nice. And then we had a bocce, my dad had a bocce tournament pool party and it was a lot of the old, our old neighborhood. Like when I moved to Pennsylvania, it was the middle of my sophomore year. So I was there two and a half years uh, and then some summers home from college, but like our neighborhood was so super close. It's like 12 families that just got together, had beers, hung out, throw parties. And I got to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. And it was just like memory lane. Like it was awesome. It was just, uh, you know, and a lot of these people haven't changed. They're still pretty cool and just like the same old, same old. And it's like, 
I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot of fun, but I've been thinking about a lot of random stuff in the past over the last, I guess, since the pandemic, just from thinking of past times, you know, as you get older, you start thinking, you know, when you realize like, man, my belt's getting tight. And you look at pictures <laughs> and you're like, God, I was in such good shape. And now I'm, you know, like, you know, dad bod and everything. I'm like, I gotta get, you know, I know it's like, man. you gotta, it's just like, you start thinking like, man, I gotta, you know, change some things, <laughs> but in a good way. Like I just think of all the things that make me happy well, or used to make me happy. Hey, isn't in a way I have to say that these past couple episodes have made and I just turned 48, right? We're both we're, we're all getting older. And it's made me start thinking about the past and the future and like you're talking about like how much can you really change? You see people change. I mean, hey, in the last couple of years my wife took up running. She used to not run anyway. Now she's running like 17 miles or like it's very inspiring, it's amazing. you know? It's very inspiring. See people older in life change for the better, right? You don't have to be stuck in your loop. You don't have, you can break out of it. But then to watch Jimmy, this, this episode, we talked about it last episode about how, hey, they have time to just kind of fool around. And they are kind of, there was no real reason for this better, for this breaking bad stuff, right? Like we didn't actually need it. If, if this was just the gene stuff, it would have been a great episode. Mm -hmm. We didn't, it was really a way to bring the family back. Like we're talking about, they are looking back and thinking back, but it is, there's no kind of denying up to this point and who knows what they have in store for two episodes, but it's a sad story of Jimmy Gene Saul. He is unable to break out of his loop. He's unable. He has an addiction to, right. to this lifestyle and to this attention and to this, the thrill, the adrenaline, the con feeling superior, he has to do it. And it, you know, it does make you think in your own life, like, you know, I think to myself, like you're saying, like, man, I really, it would be nice if I worked out once. Well, yeah, just like eat a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be like 100%. Jimmy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny, we talk about that, but you're right with this whole, like, coming full circle. Is he yeah. reverting back to his origins where we're looking back at our origins, say, or, or, you know, earlier times, but we're like, what can I take from there and make my life better now? It's like kind of motivation. Like, God, I remember when I used to love seeing myself in a tank top and looking all cut and everything. You know, now you put it on, it's like, Eh, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Shouldn't wear. Maybe I should just wear a regular T-shirt. But it's, but it, but it, but it, but it's. You know, I don't want to go back to old ways like Jimmy is in this show. Um, but it's like, yeah. What about you know? What about you know? Uh, you know, using some of that, but not. But with him, it's just like he's just going back. But I. It, but like I said before, Axel. I see a lot of pain. Yeah. A lot of so pain. Much, so much. That's what it Gene. is. Yep. And a lot of pain. Yep. Like I don't see him enjoying these cons at all. Like there's even one point where like uh, the guy, you know, the cancer guy drives away and there's a long shot of Gene and he's just thinking and he's not like, yeah, I got him. It's just like, he, it's almost like, what am I doing? I have mm. to do this. Is this he me? He doesn't need the money. No, 
He does no. not need the money. He's got those diamonds, and he's probably got some more cash. I can't even remember. You know, and he's got stuff. I mean, you know, it it, it seems, and that, that call with Francesca really does kind of, because he's like, they got the laser tag. They got that money. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's interesting, too, that that call had not happened yet, right? Like, he went lived he got a job lived his gene and he was doing it right he was keeping his head down but now he just can't fucking help himself not only is he doing his scheme but he's calling franchise which actually puts her in danger big time and i think that's one of the reasons why i mean she she held on long on the phone call of course she she wanted to get paid first she did she wanted to get off because she knew she it's better for her to but yet like like, cause I was thinking like, man, she really hates them and all this, but she's really like, you know, I get the feds following me. I got all this stuff happening. Yep. Like I can't do this anymore. I, you, you know, but she still does care for him in a way. And you see, um, you know, she hangs on, listens, hangs on, but like, there's, you know, I mean, there's only so much she can do. I mean, um, eh, you know, it's just, it's sad. And then, you know, in a way. Uh, but he just, he, Saul can't help himself. He just, he wants back in the game. He does. He does. And, um, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to end well. And the stuff that they, the parallels with the breaking bad stuff show us that too. There, It's not you're right. Correct. Like we're not getting these, these scenes where it's like, Oh, look, Saul was a great guy and we didn't get to see it. No, he was even more diabolical in a sense, you know, in kind of forcing this to happen um, with Walter and stuff. And it was a nice little send off for Mike too, just kind of a cool yeah. Mike episode. Um, not episode, but Mike scene, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it was good. Oh, sorry. Keep going. No, I was just saying Mike was right. He's going to get a lot of people killed and get a bullet in the head or something, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, and I think on a, on a lesser level from say Lucas, uh, George Lucas, it's almost like they're doing this for the fans. They're doing it to get the band back together one last time, but also they're like fine tuning the whole story. And by getting these Breaking Bad scenes in, just kind of fine tunes a little bit so we can watch it all as a whole and really be satisfied. I think they're such perfectionists that, you know, you you cannot know when they mentioned Ignacio and Lalo and Salamanca, they, they really couldn't know they were going to have this run with Saul or even that they were going to do a show after. You know, it just, it, it you know, maybe they had ideas, oh, you know, different you know, maybe a different story in the same universe or something like that. But the fact that they even call Lalo Lalo because they mentioned him in Breaking Bad. Yeah. But then he's like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Right. We think we're going to get something big. It's like, oh, this is like, oh, this is going to connect in something big way. It's like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But, but, but yeah, but that whole, the way they do it, it's just like, you know, like what I meant, because, you know, Lucas went back and redid all the stuff, you know, to make them yeah, whatever. Totally. And, and, and and they're not doing this on this level, but in a small level, they're giving us these little things just to just to, you know, link the the stories and stuff. And and I appreciate that. And I'm glad it wasn't just a full episode of missing pieces. 
I was a, even though, like I said, I, I would have enjoyed it. It would have been, but it would have been too much, but I knew they weren't going to do that in retrospect because they, they, they're not, they're, they're not those types of filmmakers to just do it to just, you know, it, it was done in the right way and it really set up things and it, it worked so well with this episode, the way yeah. they did it. Cause it was called breaking bad and we'll get all this gene stuff. I'm like, are we not going to get Cranston and, uh, yeah. you know, Aaron Paul? Like, I was like, is that going to be later? And then, you know, but, um, it was very no, it was, lost like, wasn't it? Where they were relating the flashback to right. the present. It was thematic. It was character driven. Um, again, I don't think that this stuff was necessary. I think even the information we find out about Skylar or Huel or whatever, I didn't really need to know. I don't really, it's not, I'm not going to say I don't care because it's a nice way to round out the story that we started in Breaking Bad, right? right. I think that that's uh -huh. interesting and El Camino is a part of that too and this is a big family and it's great to see everyone. And you can only imagine like we talked about and like Jeremiah, our guest said how everyone just gets along and you see everyone, they all support each other in their different projects, right? You see them selling, selling tequila at Costco together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, and, and even that video Norris was taken of the statue ceremony and Aaron Paul's like, you know, kissing him on the head. Yeah. It's just like, it's those types of things. It's just like, I, you know, as, as we've made films before and different things, and it's like you really do when when something special happens, you really do create this bond. Yeah, and they're doing it the on company. a level, you know, like five seasons. I mean, company to family to like we're doing this together, and and, and it's just it, it, you can when when it's like that, it's just so awesome to see because you know we fall in love with these characters whether they're good or bad, but it's so nice as real people that they like each other. You know, you hate to see like, and the good wife, Juliana Margulies and, uh, oh, I forget her name, like really hated each other. They, like, they the work so well together. together. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That you is know. sad, man. Because you know, you it know is, it's just like when you go to work and you can't stand the person. Next. I mean, look, we love TV. TV is awesome. And we look at these things like novels and we kind of deconstruct. But hey, for the people that are involved in it, sometimes it can be fun. And it can be a thing where they're a family and they get together. And sometimes it can just be a job. Yeah. Yeah. Just a and, job. And, and yeah, that's, it is what it is. Um, you know, that's just, yeah. You know, but sometimes you form uh, like, like one of my, uh, my co-star in star city murders, Michelle Lukes. She, you know, she was on that show strike back seasons yeah and one one of the actors in it she's still close with and she sent me a picture they went he was in town from london and they went out to lunch and i was like oh man that's so cool you're like you guys were on a show together for five years it's been at least five years ago and you're still in contact yeah hey i'm in la let's get together it makes like, you I, feel I part it. of it right like that's why i mean i think that's why the social media the people get involved with the fandom and that's a great thing you know sometimes it goes a little too far and you get like a snyder cut debacle with a bunch of weirdos and shit but sometimes yeah. it's just people enjoying something and saying hey that's that's nice that i am watching this and i'm kind of watching people who i know are enjoying what they're doing 
And I yeah. think that that has really been a part of the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul experience for folks like us from from early on. When whatever, if you picked it up even a little bit later, they always gave off the vibe and were very public about the fact that they all love working together. You know, right. and that comes from the top down, like Jeremiah said to us, treating people with respect, you know, um, respecting people's artistic integrity as well and their opinions and right. realizing that they have a life outside of this TV show. It's just a TV show, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's and, just and, like making and, and, donuts or burgers. You know, it's, you know, it's funny because there's a lot, a lot of people you work with and you're always so close. And then when you don't work with them anymore, it can, you may not talk to them for a year or two, you know, yep. it's just, it's, it's funny how that goes. Like people in my life that who I was constantly for te maybe 10 years was in my life. And now very, very rare, you know, we'll, we'll try to stay in touch and whatever, but it's just, you know, life takes over. And one thing though, with the show, is when Jimmy, uh, what's the what's uh, the cab driver's buddy that was all that's also in the doing all these uh, doing the I don't know he's the one going to the house with the dog the younger I, kid I the younger yeah guy okay the, the younger guy yeah like when Jimmy actually <clears throat> is like basically fires him right tell, you know because the guy's like hey the guy has cancer I don't want to do it I'm like man I, what. I just think that's another bad move. Like he doesn't care about getting caught. He almost wants to get caught. Definitely. Like I, I just can't get into Gene's head. I mean, we can, but it's like not not that we we are in Gene's head, but like it's just setting it up why he's doing it. He's taking these risks. Yeah, that I, he should. He, it's one person, dude. He is like Kim was going after Howard. And yes. It, and yes. It, they really have, even though there were a lot of times and even us might have said, well, Kim had some reason. She really didn't. It was uncalled for. And it was about her. Right. It was about mm -hmm. trying to control her own life through controlling something else. It was about filling the voids and and dominating other people. Right. And getting and trying to be some alpha or some bullshit, just like what right. he's doing. And. I want I'm glad you mentioned that kid because I want to give him a shout out and hopefully by next episode we'll remember his name because what a kick ass they do such great casting in this show but oh, that really dude do. not only did I find him to be compelling in that final scene but he had great body acting didn't he he was so smooth yeah. with his motions for a guy that big and I just love that a little character like that, they're like, okay, let's get a big guy, but let's make him the smoothest guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love yeah, He's not that. the bumbling idiot. Exactly. Yeah. I love that little depth they add to it. Like, And they kind of laid a little bit of the groundwork in last episode where he was like, I'll do it. Remember? And yeah. so I think oh, that yeah. it just to create these, you know, I could just see a spinoff with him and Jeff now, right? I'd watch it. And Carol Burnett, you know, um, I just I think it was it's just a, another testament to this show, how everything is amazing from the casting on up, how they just make it work. Because I walked away from that episode thinking to myself, that guy's a really good actor. I, I hope to see him in something else. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I also want to say, like, I always say Vince and stuff, but Peter Gould is the showrunner yeah. on this one. And, and and a lot goes to him 
as well. And I, I don't think we give him, or at least I don't give him enough credit. Not that he wants my, me to give him credit. No, he doesn't he need right into the podcast and say he yes, never mentioned. He's that. Reginald. He's Reginald. And he is uh, also no, but, from New Jersey, by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. But I did hear his interview with, uh, I can't remember if Sean Fennessy interview him, Sean and Chris Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I believe on the, um, interviewed him or, uh, it was Andy Greenwald might've interviewed, I forget which, but yeah, I think it was Andy and Chris that interviewed him and it was a great interview. Uh, it was really cool to hear him and, uh, you know, just really neat. Oh, this says he's from um, yeah, New it was Jersey. Andy Chris. I thought he was from New York. Uh, no, he's from New it's, this says he's from New York. I thought he was from New Jersey. He went to Sarah Lawrence and then USC. Wow. USC, baby. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Great episode. Cool. Yeah. Fun. Two left. Two left. I wonder if that, hey, do we need any more Breaking Bad stuff or whatever? I think that was the episode. I think we're good. I'm, I, I think we're good. I think we're going to see Kim again. We got to see Kim again. Don't you think so? I think it, if not one last time. I yeah, think we will. Come on. We got that's what this show is the about. Full, you know? Not if half the finale. Yeah. It'll probably be like a Shelly Long Cheers return, you know? One thing I would like is, hey, we got a we got a flashback to Breaking Bad. How about a Chuck? How about bring Chuck back for a little little dream oh. sequence or something, you know? One Chuck. Yeah, one Chuck on. scene. Chuck Chuck. Give us a there. Chuck scene. Yeah. Uh, we don't want enough Chuck, but we just want regular Chuck. Whenever I say that Chuck, it I still feel like um Peppermint Patty. <laughs> Come on, Chuck. Right? She always say, Chuck, <laughs> kick the ball, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck. Um all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Do you have anything else you want to chat about, Solo? This was a good one, buddy. I'm glad we did it. No, yeah. No, I think it was good. Uh only two left. Yep. Um Wow. This is uh like I said, I for me, it's kind of finished, but I like getting this extra extra run. I agree, and and I'm enjoying and I'm enjoying it. Like last week was a treat. This week was pretty cool. I, it's kind of like I like not having needing the series finale to knock me off and knock my socks off. They already did that. Yep, they already did it. Totally. If and we I, don't see Kim, we don't see Kim. I don't care. We don't see Kim. Let, let, how about next episode? Gene takes a trip uh, to Chicago. And he just hangs out and does a little, does some, does some stuff. I mean, again, the show is always expertly shot. Everything's the sound, the music, the, uh, everything is just, it's a joy to watch. So I feel the same way. This is like bonus stuff that maybe I didn't even know I needed. And, uh, we'll see where we go with this. And, uh, thanks for listening to everyone. Don't forget. We're also covering Westworld. Check out the Westworld Theorycast, or if you're listening to this on Daily DVR. And um, you know what? I just got a invitation to join a doc from Gina. Because, Gina. Because yeah, she is getting us ready for House of the Dragoon, which is coming Ooh. to HBO, and we're going to be covering it all 10 episodes. She's got some fun stuff. I think we'll have a little bit more fun this time, you know, Game of Thrones was kind of a dour. We may have a little yeah. more fun with the dragons this time, you know, Solo. Yeah, and I think I think Solo will have to pop on. Oh, once in a while. Oh, okay. To, help, to, to kind of chill out with like some it. dragons. I like He's, it. Solo's starting to get the itch. I like, yeah, me you know, too. a little dragon breath. 
dragon fruitage. It's, it'll be good to return to Westeros. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of down with the brown, but I will <laughs> if it's a John if it's a John Snow story, I'm in full. Oh, I just love so John know. Snow. That's my fave, yeah, baby. I'm in full, especially yeah. if they're going to just show snow all the time. Which oh I yeah, wish. yeah. That's they're going to call you know, it snow. Snow. And, and there this you is go. what it's going to be. We won't see one drop. Instead of being too dark, you can't see. It's too bright. It's just snow <laughs> yeah. the whole episode. And people are like, this thing is so bright. I can't see anything. I had to turn my the, the brightness down on my TV. And then at the end of it, it just out of the brightness, just just you have to stare at it for like 20 minutes. And then finally you see it. It says, fuck you. <laughs> wow. That's deep. It's the Game of Thrones people because they're like, That's you complained deep. about how dark it was. Uh, but it was really dark. It was dark. <laughs> it was episode, pretty dark. I'm not going to lie. I think but, they went back hey. and brightened it a little bit and didn't tell anybody because when, when I watched it again, I was like, this is a little brighter. Wow. Interesting. But never know. What else is going on, Sola? Hey, we're here chatting. You watching anything else? You want to tell us anything <laughs> while we're here? Yeah, well, hey, do you have any interest, possibly, if time is right, of um, covering Tulsa King? Hmm. Let's see what the I timing is. Maybe, yeah, let's see what the timing is. Let's see. Maybe watch. Maybe we, you know, talk about the pilot and see if we want to wait for a couple episodes and see. Or it might be one of those, like, two pod, like half mm, the season, half, yeah. you know, might yep. be, might not be a week to week thing. Or maybe just one pod we talk about it. I you know? have a feeling that we're going to be back talking about the mayor of Kingstown sooner than you think. Oh, okay. If that's the case, then that that does take precedent. Yeah. They're already shooting it, and they have been for a while. And I don't th- uh, that thing does not need like a year in post. So um, I think that I, I think by the time Game of Thrones ends in late October, that. Game uh, that Mayor of Kingstown might be back by January. Oh, so, so I think Tulsa King is November. I want to say. Okay, well maybe that's something that we could well, fit we'll in. See, there. We'll see. We could have fun with. We'll that's, see. Wait, that's with Sylvester Stallone, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we could do a Sylvester Stallone impersonation for the whole podcast. We could be like uh, Matt no, doing his I... Coach T try to like Taylor Sheridan yeah good guy <laughs> you're but, better uh, than me no I well I don't know but yeah no I uh, I've been trying to catch up on a lot oh and by the way the guy I was thinking of uh Dan Folger or something the fanboys guy they yes. kind of look similar but their age difference big time but he, he played Coppola in the offer like that's that's the one I was thinking of oh I hear a yoo-hoo in the background he's calling me I'm on a podcast. Yep. Inside. That Is that was locked? that was uh I'm gonna keep that in the show, like I always like to say. Yeah, that was a little Yoohoo. That was no, I, uh, I, uh, our neighbor Erica. So shout out that's JD's wife Erica. Oh, okay. Um no, I was uh the things I just real quick what I've been watching, a little bonus content. I finished Tokyo Vice. Freaking love that show. Oh nice. So good. Love it. Highly recommend it. It was really really well done i like um, it i like it yeah um actually i forgot that i did, there was a second season remember the david duchovny show aquarius about charlie manson yes I, okay so I, I i forgot they did a second season because one summer i was watching it and i really liked it and i didn't realize they did a second season and i'm on netflix i'm like 
there's a second season. So I, I started to get into that again. Um, you know, finishing up sex in this, in the last season of sex in the city, me and my wife have been rewatching that. I haven't seen it. Uh, so this is new for me. So it, that's been fun. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, the old man. I finished the old man. Okay. Jeff Bridges. I did. Oh, that was good. It was. It wasn't like fantastic. Um, yeah, we're like on episode four, and good. I kind of like it. I don't get at why Julianne Margolis is on the. That's kind of strange to me. Like her her participation in the show is a little weird. Who? What's her? Isn't it Julianne? Mar- Amy Brenneman. Oh, Amy Brenneman. I'm sorry. I always get those. Yeah, Julianne Margolis. Yeah, she's yeah. not. <laughs> I always get those two mixed up from for like twenty yeah, I like, years. I what can't show tell them am apart. I watching? Did um, I skip like three episodes. Amy Brenneman, um, who I loved in, um, uh, uh, Shining Girls. No, no, in the in um, she was good in Shining Girls. No, what you call it? Uh, yeah, she was very good in that. Judging but Amy, if, <laughs> are we going back? But, uh, A no. book about metals. Eat. <laughs> Damon Lindelof. <laughs> Oh, the leftovers. The leftovers. Still haven't seen the leftovers. Oh, solo is that is that really true? Yeah, I've never seen the leftovers. Okay, you've got to watch it because it's absolutely amazing. I didn't know that you hadn't yeah. seen that. I know. I know. A dash loves it. So oh my god! Yeah, A dash is going to pile drive you. Um, <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> he might follow drive me, suplex me, uh, drop kick. I whatever. just didn't like her in that show. I felt it was weird. Like they were just trying to give him someone to talk to the whole time. It did just I the other stuff I kinda liked, but I just I don't I like that alert. show. Oh, sorry. Uh, I only watched no, three no, episodes. No, no. No, no, I was about to oh. give you a spoiler. Oh, okay. There's uh, and spoiler alert for the old man, if you haven't watched it, I would just shut off the pod now. You know when he's thinking about his exit from the cops at the traffic stop? Yeah. And he shoots her? Yes. You remember that? I wish they would have kept, I wish that was real. Yes, me too. Okay. I, mean, I love Amy Brenneman, but Thank that, you. If, had they done that, we're on the same it page. It would have been a different show. We, it would have been a different show yep. for me. When they didn't do that, I felt a little cbs and I was like, ah, okay. I enjoyed watching it in a binge because, I mean, Jeff Bridges, Lithgow, I love the guy who plays his daughter. But it's just the problem is they knew they, the problem is they know, I guess they knew they got renewed before they finished it. And so they kind of leave it weird. Oh, okay. Okay. That bothered me a lot. Okay. The way they kind of end it. All um, right. Yeah. Because, you know, so. That's just my take on that. Um, yeah, there's so much on right now, Solo. I got to tell you, I'm not really like if my wife is like, let's watch another episode of that. I'll watch it. But I just don't feel it was compelling enough. And it was very it was it was made well, but it just like I said, it just wasn't compelling enough because it's not that it's slow moving. I like some things that are I like a lot of things that are slow moving. But I just yeah. felt it was a little, I don't know, a little spinning its wheels sometimes. And yeah, the whole Amy Brenneman part, I just did not. Yeah. Go, it seemed very strange and it didn't work for me at all. She's great. But yeah. It just didn't work for yeah. me. Yeah. I think it does get better because I thought the pilot was amazing. I loved the pilot 100%. Then I thought it slows down a bit. Okay. It's not bad. And then it does get better. 
Uh, but it, there's, there's, you know, it, it's worth it. But if you got other things to watch, I'd watch the other things. But it, 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 I enjoyed it. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like I can't wait for the second season. Um, but it was, it was fun. It was, it, it was a good couple of days. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was good. Cool, man. And you got Chris from The Wire in it. Yep, that's true, baby. Um, um, all right. Well, I think I might have to go see what the hell happened to my kid and his friends. I might have. Yeah, to that's check probably that's probably good. It's probably kind of do bad. Was I rude? Was I like I'm on a podcast, or was I just kind of like I'm on a podcast? I can't remember. I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't too rude. But I, okay. I, I don't want to be rude. No, to anybody. It, it was. It was. No, you weren't rude. You were just on a podcast. I was on a podcast. <laughs> to be honest about it, <laughs> I'm on the pot. Um, I'm on, on the pod. pod. All right. Thank well, you, everyone. DVRpodcast.com. Send us an email. Go to Patreon. Go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash DVR. Welcome, Ian. And also, uh, thanks, Reginald, yeah. for another great email. And uh, that's all we got, baby. Peace. Peace out. All right, man. That was awesome. Cool. That was very fun, dude.